Hello and welcome to Pediapod for June 2018. This month, detecting childhood TB using trained rats. TB was responsible for 1.8 million deaths in 2015, of which children accounted for almost 10%. The highest burden countries are in sub-Saharan Africa and Southeast Asia. Unfortunately, a large proportion of TB patients go undetected in these areas due to the poor sensitivity of the smear microscopy used to detect the disease. Pediatric cases are even harder to detect because children often produce lower quality sputum samples needed for the smear microscopy. As a result, many children with TB go untreated, and the vast majority of children treated for TB are treated empirically. Georgi Ngode, a research fellow at Sokoina University of Agriculture, Morogoro, Tanzania, and his team have tested the use of trained giant African pouch rats as an enhanced case-finding tool after smear microscopy failed to detect TB, the first study of its kind looking specifically at paediatric populations. Here's Georgi. Globally, it's considered that TB in children contribute about 10% of the TB burden, but it's the most difficult to diagnose, so that could be an underestimate. And why might that be an underestimate? What are the major challenges of getting good paediatric sputum samples? The major challenge is that the children cannot produce adequate amount of the sputum, also good quality of sputum, with a good quality of sputum, you are likely to have good results as well. So for children, it's difficult to do that. And what's the standard procedure then for diagnosis once you have the sputum sample? In most countries, that sputum sample will be put on a slide and stained and examined under the microscopy. So if you didn't have a good quality sputum, certainly the possibility of missing the TB organism which you are looking under the microscopy becomes high. In other developed world, you can use other tests. The most recent is the molecular test which detects the TB pathogen DNA. It is also available in the, the, the developing world, but it's not accessible to, to everybody. So in the developing world, a lot of patients, particularly children, are being missed by the standard microscopy technique. Are they being treated? Just to give an example for the case of a study that was conducted in Tanzania, it was reported like uh, 94% of the children receive treatment without bacteriological confirmation, that they have signs of TB, but the available diagnostic test cannot confirm that it is TB. So the doctor can decide to put those children on TB. We call empirical treatment. This is a huge number. So you've tested the use of trained rats for the detection of TB in children. Where did this idea come from? The TB in children is coming up after seeing the success in the general population. In Tanzania, currently, we are collaborating with the 57 hospitals with the 41 being in Dar es Salaam, that is a commercial city, and the, the Dar es Salaam city is considered to contribute about 20% of the total TB proportion for the country. So we have 41 hospitals in there that are bringing samples to our laboratory, 
and we test. Then if the rat indicates something, we confirm with microscope again. Then uh, if we see the TB causing bacteria, we confirm that it is TB. We send back the result to the hospitals for these patients to start treatment. Then we thought, let's look how these rats could perform in children, which is the most difficult to diagnose. So one of the staggering results was that in this young age group, the rats increased the TB detection rate by 68%. Yes, yes. So just to be clear, the rats are testing samples that have previously been recorded as negative via the smear microscopy. Yes, this is how it is generally used. Uh, The hospital that we collaborate with, after they do their diagnosis with microscopy or even gene expert, the rats will go again in those samples with positives, which were positive in the hospital, being used as a positive control in the setup, then focusing on the negatives to see what the rat will say. If a rat indicates a negative hospital sample as a positive, is subjected to confirmation with the concentrated smear microscopy. And if we find that it is positive, we send back the results to the hospitals for those patients to be tracked and uh, start treatment. This is how normally it happens. And this this study also followed the same procedure. How long does it take to train these rats? Rats that are quick learner will take them six months. And those that need to repeat exams, it will take nine months. And the training starts when the rats are one month old. And you found that the relative increase in detection rate using rats versus microscopy decreased with the age of the patients. Yes, in this study, you see that it goes down as the age increase because as the more the age increase, also, the quality of the sputum is likely to be increasing because those people may be able to understand how to produce good quality sputum. Another finding which we got in this study that among these additional TB cases which were missed, over 50% of them had scanty, low bacilli count, low number of bacilli in their sputum. This is very common for children also for people living with HIV that cannot produce good quality sputum. So that's another demographic that would benefit disproportionately from using rats for TB detection, those living with HIV. Do you you hope that the use of these rats increases? This is our aim. Currently, the program is used in Tanzania, Mozambique, and this year we started a, a laboratory in Addis Ababa, Ethiopia. In this, already we have having good findings for Tanzania. For instance, on average per year, we get between 1,000 to 200 to 1,000 to 400 people who are TB positive, missed by hospitals, but detected by the rats and confirmed by microscopy. And we have another intervention as well, which we would like to go hand in hand with this initiative. Our results used to reach the patients later after the hospital results. So it is hard to trace these people back to the hospital. The hospital cannot do that. We team up with a community-based 
organization for tanzania is an organization that is formed by former tb patients these work as a community health care workers volunteers and we get we get them the results they track these patients to go back to hospital to start treatment we are succeeding very well uh, for example the trend from 2011 uh, we had the 386 uh, patients that were positive by the rats but missed by the hospital only one was recorded as, as started treatment 2012 13 50% like in 2013 we had uh, 1800 patients only 1020 started that like 50% 55%. But now we have improved. We are the treatment initiation in this type of patients that are found by the rats has gone up to an average of 86. In some hospitals could be even 95% all of them start treatment. We think this can help in other to be high burden countries. So the key in these high burden countries is not just using the rats to detect the misdiagnosed TB cases, but also using these community groups to track the new positively identified cases and get them in for treatment. Yes, because every individual that has a TB but misdiagnosed is likely to transmit the infection to 10 up to 15 people, although not all of them will develop TB. But if they have uh, factors that promote TB, they are likely to have TB. By tracking one patient and letting this patient start treatment, you are preventing 10 to 15 people from getting infection from this person. That was Georgi Umgode from Sokoina University of Agriculture, Morogoro, Tanzania. And that's all we have time for this month. Join us again next time for another episode of Pediapod. I'm Jeff Marsh. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.